Hello and welcome to this episode of Regularly Scheduled Hostility for August 30th. I'm your host, Eric Turner. We have a lot of stuff to get into, including uh, NXT UK predictions and AEW all-out predictions, so let's jump right into it. Uh, one of the biggest stories uh, since last week um, in the wrestling world was uh, the news that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch uh, got engaged. Uh, Becky Lynch posted a picture on Twitter, basically showing off the ring. Um, but the real, uh, the real story is, is uh, Seth Rollins going to be able to keep a dick pics to just one woman, given uh, his propensity. Uh, to do so. Um, but, uh, you know, they've been going out, you know, not exactly sure how long they've been going out, but I think it's probably been like a year or less. And that's, you know, pretty, pretty quick to already be engaged. And who knows, maybe this time next year, maybe they'll be married already. But, um, you know, congratulations to them. I mean, I hope, you know, that um, they stay together for a long, long time and have kids and all that stuff. But, no. Uh, something tells me Seth is probably going to do something to screw it up. But, uh, we shall see. I'm moving along. Probably the biggest sports story of the last week is... Andrew Luck, the quarterback for the Colts, retired. Um, definitely a shock to a lot of people. Um, you know, this is, he basically said um, in his interview, or a little press conference that he did, that um, he's just tired of going through the whole routine of injury rehab, injury rehab, so basically, you know, every day for the last 40 plus years, it's been that injury rehab cycle, and he was tired of it, and said that it's time to take some time off to heal his body, um, you know, he's only like 29, maybe 30, um, his number one pick, um, I believe in 2012, it was the same draft with the RG3, I believe it was 2012, but, um, you know, coming out of, uh, college, you know, Mel Kuyper Jr., who was like the main, um, draft analysis, um, guy for ESPN, you know, said that, you know, he's pretty much, you know, He's the best prospect, at least at quarterback anyway, uh, that he's ever seen. You know, people are calling him, you know, the next Joe Montana. Um, you know, which is fitting because they both went to the same college, Stanford. So people are calling him the next Peyton Manning, which is fitting because that's where Peyton Manning played for a majority of his career, anyhow. Indianapolis. 
and certainly uh, had some uh, flashes of brilliance there. I think he maybe went to a Pro Bowl or two, but um, but definitely injuries were a big factor in his career. Uh, and he's one of the he's one of the um, Whenever you hear the term uh, injury prone, he's one of the guys that comes to mind. And if Andrew Luck ends up retiring for good and never playing again in the NFL, it'll definitely be that way. He'll be seen as injuries were his downfall. It certainly wasn't his ability or the way he played, because he played pretty decent. Um, even though he necessarily didn't have the best team around him. I mean, he was the number one pick, and, you know, in order to get the number one pick, you have to have a pretty bad record. Unless, of course, you know, you trade for it. But, uh, you know, Andrew Luck didn't uh, necessarily rule out that he, he'll never play again. But he did say it's, if he does come back, it's going to be, you know, multiple years down the road. So, you know. I mean, if he comes back, say, in three years, he'll still want to be, like, 32 or 33. Um, I would imagine he'll have to knock off some rust, like some serious rust. Um, and Andrew Luck, he's a, you know, he's a pretty big guy. I mean, he's about 6'2", another 6'3", or so. Um, you know, about 230, 235 pounds. So he's a fairly good-sized quarterback. But he can move around uh, pretty pretty well, um, given his size. Um, so the fact that he'll be like three, um, three years older, let's say, you know, maybe he won't be able to get around so well. Uh, moving along, um, this uh, so-called reporter uh, for one of these uh, wrestling websites, Brad Shepard, got into a little Twitter spat with a Rusev. At first, this Brad Shepard guy reported that uh, Rusev and Lana were not going to re-sign with WWE after the contracts, and Rusev replied, how can you report when you have no idea? Which is a pretty good point. I mean, you know, that's one thing um, that's definitely different about, like, news. People that report on wrestling news and wrestling stories as opposed to actual news. You know, in, in regular news, you're supposed to get the facts first and then you report it. But, with, uh, but with wrestling news, they throw out a lot of speculation. They throw out a lot of um, what they've heard, but there's no real way to confirm it. So they throw out a lot of speculation, and then hopefully it'll be confirmed, and then they'll get the credit of being, oh, they're, they're the person who, who broke the story. Whereas in normal news reporting, you know, they get the actual news, the actual facts first, and then they report it to the people. 
But anyway, uh, so Rusev said, how do you know when you, how can you report when you don't know? Which is a good point. And then, I think it was maybe later that same day or maybe the next day, the same guy reported uh, that Rusev and Lana are going to resign with WWE. And Rusev, at this point, you can tell he's already pissed off. He said, dude, make up your mind already. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, still, I mean, there's no definitive, you know, if they're going to resign or not. I mean, I would imagine they probably would. Um, even though I don't know where Rusev has been, I don't know if Rusev has been injured. I think maybe he's been injured. But, I mean, if Rusev hasn't been injured, I don't know where the hell he's been. Um, but, uh, that was sort of got a little bit of news. Um, you know, and it's not just Brad Shepard. I mean, it's a lot of people who do this. Uh, you know, they report something as if it's fact or whatever, or, you know, or, you know, this Brad Shepard guy, too, said that he already heard it from sources inside WWE, but, of course, doesn't ever report who these sources are, so, moving along, WWE um, is going to start their own podcasting network with Endeavor Audio, um, Endeavor Audio is the same uh, platform, network, whatever. The same people that uh, the Bella Twins uh, do their podcast with. Um, I listened to like one episode of the Bella Twins podcast. and It was pretty much just useless drivel and like gossip stuff. Uh, the only entertaining part was whenever they did like the uh, trivia challenge thing with they would bring Daniel Bryan in and ask each of them like five questions, like the, the same five questions, and see which one would get more right. And that was actually kind of funny. Um, so there's that. I would imagine probably a lot of these podcasts are going to be hosted by, like, you know, the actual wrestlers, the actual in-ring talent themselves. And there's not really a whole lot of podcasts of these guys that I would really want to listen to. Uh, one that I think I would sort of be interested in listening to, at least checking out to see how it is, is maybe like a New Day, um, or specifically Xavier Woods. Because, you know, Xavier Woods has the whole Up, Up, Down, Down uh, gaming uh, channel on YouTube underneath the WWE umbrella. Um, but it would be kind of cool, kind of interesting to see like a podcast with uh, the New Day, Xavier Woods, and you know, uh, talking about you know games, gaming news, um, maybe you know what games they're playing, you know this week or whatever. That would be kind of interesting because I'm a gamer myself, even though I haven't played a whole lot of games, at least not a lot of new games recently. Um, if I have played games, they've been like retro games. Like NES or Super Nintendo and N64. Um, I definitely still consider myself a gamer. I still keep up with like gaming news, 
still keep up with, you know, new games that are coming out. Um, the last game I bought was uh, last year, got Red Dead Redemption 2. So that was the last game I got, but, you know, I don't know if, you know, there, will, there is no word yet on, you know, who may uh, have a podcast under this, uh, this new podcasting network. That WWE is developing. Um, so, definitely uh, be interesting. Um, I don't know if they're going to like push it out to like all the websites like iTunes and Stitcher and Spreaker and all those. Spotify. Like a traditional podcast or if it's going to be something exclusive to the network. Um, I could see it going either way. I would imagine... Probably they're just gonna push it out to a bunch of, you know, a bunch of different uh, podcasting websites um, to you know cast a, a, a wider net. Um, moving along here, um, it was announced that season five of Ballers, which is the show with uh, the Rock, um, Rod Cordry. On HBO, that will be the last season of that show. Um, I watched a few episodes, like the first season. Um, cause, I mean, the past few years or so, haven't really had HBO except for like a couple times for like a few months. Where like HBO was discounted, then I'd sign up for it for like whatever the six months or whatever it was. It was discounted. Um, so I haven't seen a whole lot of ballers. It was okay. I mean, I would definitely say I would have to get more of a sampling size in it to say whether or not I liked it. Or whether or not I didn't like it. Or if I was a fan or not of it. Definitely would say I'd have to get a bigger sampling size. But uh, also, The Rock uh, got married to his longtime girlfriend. Um, they have two daughters already together. Um, so this is The Rock's uh, second marriage. Um, so definitely uh, congrats to them. Moving along um, from one of the uh, stupid files of wrestling. This is another wrestling website, uh, Daily DDT. Some dumbass. <coughs> uh, who claims to be a writer? Who claims to be a reporter or whatever for Daily DDT? Um, or the article saying Jim Cornette should be banished from wrestling. Called him, you know, sexist and misogynistic and homophobic. Um, um, and, uh, that, you know, he. If you don't think the way he does, then he, you know, berates you. He gatekeeps in the wrestling community. If you don't think like him, then he doesn't think you should be part of the wrestling community. Or in wrestling in general. Which, I mean, he does. I mean, if you're one of these, you know, Joey Ryan type guys. Or Joey Janela type guys. I mean, he, he is going to pick you apart and berate you and stuff. And he really doesn't have a whole lot of respect for you. Because, uh, you know, this is a guy that has 
been in the wrestling business for like pretty much 40 years or so. Made his whole life and career off of wrestling. And he doesn't want to see it uh, being turned into a joke. Which is the way that he sees these like comedy wrestlers and these uh, dick flip guys. They're turning, you know, a profession that he loves, you know, for pretty much his whole life, turning it into a joke. Um, you know, of course they bring up, you know, the whole Sunny Kiss thing about calling him a, a whatever, a tr tranny. Um, and, you know, calling Jordan Grace a butterface, you know, of course, this whole Jordan Grace calling her a butterface thing, apparently for a lot of people, is the one that broke the camel's back. A lot of people, you know, are saying, I'm a big fan of Jim Cornette, man, but this... This is the one, this is the one that, uh, I can't defend anymore, I can't defend him after this anymore. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. I mean, god damn, he just called, him, called her a butterface. He didn't call her ugly. Because, I mean, the term butterface, it doesn't mean that somebody's necessarily all ugly. It just means that everything looks good. Which is a compliment. He's saying her body looks good. Everything looks good. But her face is meh. You know, which, I mean, I think she's pretty. Um, but I could also see how some people, you know, maybe not necessarily find that attractive, too. Um, but to call him homophobic and misogynistic and sexist and you know, all this bullshit, you know, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, and he also called out MLW, saying, I don't know how he still has a job with MLW. The only reason I can see why he has a job, still has a job there is because MLW condones and supports his uh, rants and his behavior. And he also said uh, the same thing about the people who follow him, him on social media, like Twitter. So it's like, he has 150,000 followers on Twitter. So I guess those people um, agree with his uh, views and his thoughts and what he says and condone his racist, or not racist, but sexist and misogynistic behavior and homophobic rants. Just really stupid. Um, you know, I know Jim Cornette took off a little, has taken off a little bit from MLW because, you know, he said it on his podcast that he just wants to take a little bit of time off um, just to, you know, just for him, just to recoup and, you know, all that stuff because he has been pretty busy this year so far. Don't know how long he's going to be there um, as far as um, taking off from MLW. Moving along, uh, John Moxley um, took to Twitter, um, basically saying that uh, you know, with uh, deep regret and apologies, but he has immersed the infection in his elbow. That's going to require surgery, so he will be out of all out. Um, But he also said that he should be back uh, by the time that AEW 
debuts on TNT, which is certainly a good thing for AEW, because I would imagine that first episode that uh, John Moxley would be a, a part of that, and maybe even a big part of that episode. So I definitely hope he comes back, you know, you know, just as strong as he was. Um, um, he was gonna have a match uh, this weekend um, at All Out against um, Kenny Omega, but um, he won't be in that match anymore. And I'll get to who his replacement is um, when I go through the predictions for the All Out pay-per-view. Um, moving along here, um, Tony Schiavone has officially joined AEW as uh, an announcer. So basically it'll be Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, and Excalibur on the announce team, which is pretty damn good. It's particularly Schiavone and Ross. You know, definitely going old school there. I'm definitely going back to like the late 80s, early 90s WCW there when they were announced team together and Excalibur isn't terrible um, and uh, apparently uh, Alex Marvez is out on the announced team anyway um, he probably has to have something to do like maybe backstage or at least something not on TV probably but uh, so yeah, Tony Schiavone, he's also going to be like a senior producer backstage. So, you know, Tony Schiavone, he's got pretty full plate here between the AEW stuff, does the announcing for Georgia football, for Georgia basketball, he does the announcing for the AAA affiliate of the Atlanta Braves baseball team. So... You know, hell, he's got pretty full plate there with these four different jobs. Um, moving along, I just wanted to mention really quick the King of the Ring matches, qualifying matches for this week. Ricochet defeated Drew McIntyre, which was a little bit of a surprise because I heard some people saying maybe Drew McIntyre would win the whole thing, the whole King of the Ring thing. Um, and uh, also Corbin. Uh, advanced to the quarterfinals. Um, don't remember who he beat, but it really doesn't matter now because we know who won. Um, and also on SmackDown, Ali defeated Buddy Murphy, and Chad Gable defeated his former tag team partner Shelton Benjamin to advance to the quarterfinals. And Ali and Buddy Murphy match had was another really good match for Buddy Murphy um, you know these two have had pretty good rivalry down in 205 Live before they moved up their main roster and now they you know they get to show that they get to put that on display for their main roster and on you know on you know, national TV um, so this is like three weeks in a row now that Buddy Murphy has had an A or A plus match on TV um, at least according to Bleacher Report, anyway. Um, 
you know, you have a match against Roman Reigns, uh, which he lost, but they still gave like an A or A plus. Uh, the match last week against Daniel Bryan, which Buddy Murphy won, got like an A plus. Then this match got an A, but Buddy Murphy lost again. You know, at some point here, you know, he's had three great matches, but he's lost two of them. Eventually, Buddy Murphy's gonna have to start winning some of these really great matches to really sort of start start to move up. And Buddy Murphy, you know, he's got the body and he's pretty jacked. He's not tall. I think he may be five ten or something like that. But he's pretty jacked up, considering how small he is. As far as height, anyway. As far as build, I mean, he's definitely not small. Um, moving along, just on one more thing. Um, the MMA, the UFC fighter John Bones Jones uh, replied to something that was Brock Lesnar related. I think it was maybe something that UFC tweeted out. Like about one of Brock Lesnar's old matches or something. So John Jones said that um, if Brock Lesnar came back to UFC, that he would kick his ass. And, you know, a lot of people that I heard talking about it said that, yeah, John Jones probably would kick his ass. But, um, you know, just an interesting thing. I mean, who knows? Brock Lesnar. I know Brock Lesnar been, was suspended for a while. I think the suspension is already up. But, um, I don't think probably Brock Lesnar is going back to UFC. Um, so I don't think we're going to see that match. But I, mean, I think it would probably be a pretty high profile match. I'm not a huge MMA guy. But I have been watching more MMA than I have my entire life combined in the last like six months because I had like the little like free preview or whatever of that ESPN plus and then it has a bunch of MMA stuff on like Saturdays um, so uh, moving along let's get to the uh, predictions uh, for NXT UK, Cardiff. This will be taking place uh, uh, this afternoon. I think it's 3 p.m. Eastern, I believe. Um, but the uh, first match here is Travis Banks versus Noam Dar. And just a straight up singles match. Traditional singles match. Um, gotta be honest, I haven't really been keeping up with NXT UK. Uh, the TV show lately. Um, I think maybe I watched maybe an episode or two after the last NXT UK thing. Um, in Blackpool or Liverpool, wherever it was. So I'm not really sure if they've, you know, built up a storyline between these two or who's babyface and who's heel. Just a gut. I'm gonna go with Travis Banks. You know, I've never really been impressed with Noam Dar, even when he was on like 205 Live or whatever it was that he was on. Um, so I'm going to go with Travis Banks there, pick up the win. 
Next match is Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey in a last man standing match. You know, this is a just an old school sort of two just like bruiser brawler type of guys. I mean, both these guys are, you know, just big motherfuckers. Um, they're both probably like 275 pounds or so. Um, Dave Mastiff, I don't think, is particularly tall. Um, I think he's maybe about 5'10", 5'11". I think Joe Coffey, I think, is a little bit taller. I think Joe Coffey may be like 6'1", or so. Like I said, they're both, I'm pretty sure, like 275 or more. So this would be a, definitely a slugfest. It would be sort of one of those matches, I think, where whoever can take the most punishment and whoever can... Uh, stay up after taking that last blow will be the one uh, to win. But uh, for this particular match, I'm going to go with the Joe Coffey to win. I think he has more momentum. Recently, the uh, next match is a three-way for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. You have the champion, Stack Gibson, in uh, James Drake uh, versus Andrews and Flash Morgan versus Mark Coffey and Wolfgang who are known as Gallus um, I know uh, Gibson and Drake have been tag team champions for a while here um, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, Gallus on this one. Mark Coffey and Wolfgang to become new NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Um, I think they have a pretty cool gimmick there. Um, and I think both Coffee Brothers will win their matches. So going with uh, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, known as Gallus. Um, the next match is the NXT UK Women's Championship match. Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray. Gonna go with the champion here, Tony Storm, to retain. Mm, don't really see a whole lot in Kaylee Ray as far as like you know coming to the main roster. Like you know, I think she'll just be if she even does make it to the main roster, which I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't. I think she'll just be middle of the road. You know, Alicia Fox, middle of the road, you know, like I said, just an average wrestler on the main roster. I don't think she'll really do much anything special if she ever does make it to the main roster. Um, I don't know if it's her or if it's one of the other girls. I think it may be one of the other girls. But they're like really skinny, like borderline, like anorexic skinny um, I don't think it's Kaylee Ray I think it's another girl but like, she is like really skinny like, she's basically skin and bones and yeah so definitely have Tony Storm winning that one um, Tony Storm has um, definitely has the size advantage 
then we have the NXT UK Championship match. Walter versus Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate is the first ever NXT UK Champion. Um, Walter definitely has the size advantage. Um, you know, I looked it up. Walter listed at like 6'4 and 297. Tyler Bate probably is like 5'10, 190 pounds probably. So he's giving up, you know, about 6 inches in height and close to 100 pounds in weight. Um, definitely going to go with Walter here. I think it's too early to take it off of him, regardless of who he's facing. Um, I think Walter would more or less dominate the match. I'm not saying it's going to be like a Brock Lesnar, like a three-minute or Goldberg, like three-minute squash match. But I think for the most part, Walter would use his size and strength advantage to, for the most part, dominate most of the match. So going with Walter there to retain. And before we move on to the AEW all-out predictions, just a couple other things um, um, that happened, sort of NXT-related. Uh, Big Cass and Enzo are reportedly in talks with WWE about making a return to NXT, which would be, you know, definitely a good little shot in the arm from, um, uh, for the NXT tag division. Um, you know, and, uh, Enzo, you know, was fired sort of under false pretenses and a little bit too early. Of course, I ended up that he never even did anything inappropriate. Um, the girl that accused him was basically crazy, like certifiably crazy. Um, so I think it would be kind of cool to see them back there. Definitely be a good shot in the arm for the NXT Tag Division. Would be cool to see them go up against, say, Undisputed Era or Street Profits. So, definitely would be a fan if they came back. Um, Shayna Baszler came out uh, during NXT and sort of um, cut a promo to the effect of I've beaten every woman here in NXT. You know, there's nobody else here for left, left for me to beat. You know, I should be on the main roster. And then Rio Ripley's music hit from NXT UK and basically said, you know, you've beaten everybody in NXT, but you haven't beaten me. So it looks like maybe he could be building towards a little feud there, or at least a match between Baszler and Ripley. I think Ray Ripley could be the one to take the belt off of her. And I think sooner rather than later, Baszler is probably going to be moved up to the main roster. I mean, she does that point, she's beaten pretty much every woman on the NXT roster. The actual NXT roster. Obviously not talking about NXT UK. So, it would be interesting to see, and I think Rhea Ripley could be the one to take the belt off of her. And also, on NXT, there was a NXT Tag Team Championship match. The Street Profits versus Bobby, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Undisputed Era, and Undisputed Era actually won. 
and are the new NXT Tag Team Champions. They are the first ever three-time NXT Tag Team Champions, so congrats to them. You know, I don't think that they are really going to be... I don't see them as, like, on the main roster being a great tag team. I mean, I don't really ever hear them talk. Cut promo, really. Um, you know, I think the most charismatic thing and the most over thing that they do, as far as, you know, with the crowd, is probably Kyle O'Reilly. He does the guitar thing with the belt. Which is cool for like a second, and then the match begins. Then you realize, oh shit, there's a match. <laughs> so you forget about him doing the guitar fucking thing. So, I think this will probably be the, the top of the mountain for Undisputed Era. The fact that they would be the, or they are, the most tag team championship rings in NXT history. So that does it for NXT. Um, Moving along here to the AEW All Out Predictions. Uh, the pre-show, we have Jack Evans and Angelico versus Private Party. I've been a fan of Angelico ever since he was in uh, Lucha Underground. I love his high flying style. It's definitely sort of, definitely sort of cruiserweight, uh, sort of um, high flying style. But he's a taller guy. I think he's probably about 6'2 or something like that. So, you know, he's not like a Rey Mysterio or, you know, Chavo Guerrero size, you know, cruiserweight. But uh, I'm going to go with Private Party. I mean, they've been on the roll. Um, you know, they, they officially signed with AEW not too long ago. So I'm going to go with a Private Party there for the win. Um, also on the pre-shows, like the Women's Battle Royal. Um, with the winner uh, being uh, getting a shot at, at becoming the first ever AEW Women's Champion, uh, there'd be 20 participants, including uh, Brandy Rhodes and Ally, um, Big Swall, Nyla Rose, um, among others, uh, Sadie Gibbs. Um, Plenty of others. Don't really know who's going to win this. I'm just going to say Brandy. Just because. Why not? Um, next match. Best Friends versus The Dark Order. The Dark Order have sort of been that mysterious. Like, who are they? Uh, tag team that have sort of interrupted. Um, a tag team match. Like each of the last two or three little pay-per-view events that they've had. So definitely gonna go with the Dark Order here. I think it's they're sort of that mysterious um, sort of thing, and also um, the winner of this match gets a first round buy in the uh, AEW Tag Team Championship Tournament thing. Moving along is a triple threat match: Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. I could see Joey Janela winning this match. You know, he had a pretty good match. Uh, the last event thing um, against uh, Moxley. 
But uh, I'm going to go with Darby Allen here. I think uh, after that one match he had against um, Cody or whatever, where he took the back bump off the top turnbuckle onto the apron and landing back first on there. Sort of doing like a, whatever you call it. I want to say a suicide dive because it's not a suicide dive, but sort of like he does like a trust fall sort of thing. But um, after taking that bump, I think he sort of endeared himself to the guys and endeared himself to the crowd, so I think they're going to give him this win. Um, so uh, Darby Allen there, Cody versus Sean Spears. Um, rumors that. Uh, um, Dustin or Dusty Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, Cody's brother could be in his corner. You know, Sean Spears is going to have Tully Blanchard in his corner. I want to go with Sean Spears here. Um, I think you know Cody has won his first couple matches here, but I think this may be the match uh, where Cody is going to lose his first match in AEW. There may be some interference with the Tully. Sean Spears and a little bit of an upset there. I would definitely, I guess I would definitely call it an upset. Uh, moving along, we have Kenny Omega versus Pac, formerly uh, Neville in WWE. Pac is replacing Moxley um, in this match. Um, I don't know if this is, you know, if Pac is going to be like a, a regular on AEW shows or pay-per-views or if this is sort of just a one match sort of deal for right now <clears throat> but I'm gonna go with a Kenny Omega to win um yeah just Kenny Omega to win uh next match is um Riho versus Hikaru Shida which are two like uh, Joshi wrestlers from Japan. Really like Hikaru Shida. Um, you know, just gonna go with her to win just because I like her more. No particular reason why. Just I think she's really hot, and I think she'll end up winning. Uh, next match is a ladder match for the AAA Tag Team Titles: Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. Young Bucks and Lucha Bros have really been in this. Uh, Rivalry for months now, going back and forth. Um, the Young Bucks uh, won like their last match against the Lucha Bros, even though it was a six-man tag match. It was essentially Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. Young Bucks won the last match. Um, Lucha Bros are the um, tag team champions here. And I'm gonna go with Lucha Bros to uh, pick up a win here. Um, Lucha Brothers, you know, really know how to use those ladders and chairs and stuff. Um, so I think they'll definitely be using the ladders and chairs and stuff to their advantage here. I mean, that's not to say the Young Bucks don't know how to use the ladders either. The Young Bucks know how to use the ladders too, but the Lucha Brothers, I think, have a little bit of advantage there. Um, with using the weapons, um, being able to integrate those weapons. So, definitely going to go with the Lucha Bros here to retain the AAA Tag Team titles. And I think this may be the last match between the two, at least for a while. 
at least in AEW. Um, not to say they won't have a match, you know, maybe in AAA or somewhere else or whatever. I think this might be the last match between those two tag teams, at least for a little while. Um, in AEW. And this brings us to the main event. Chris Jericho versus Adam Hangman Page to crown the AEW, the first ever AEW um, heavyweight champion. You know, could go back and forth on this. Um, Hangman Page. Uh, I sort of, I get his gimmick. He's sort of like the desperado cowboy Texas kind of thing. You know, with the, the bull rope around his neck and the vest. And, uh, and he wears the cowboy boots and stuff a lot. But, uh, don't really, you know, see that gimmick. Like, if he eventually goes to WWE, I don't see that gimmick. Him doing that gimmick in WWE, they're obviously going to change that. But, um... You know, it could go either way here. Um, do they want to put it, you know, for the first ever AEW Heavyweight Champion, do they want to put it on a guy who is, who has more prestige and more pedigree uh, in the business, or do they want to put it on a young, up-and-coming guy as their first AEW Champion? I'm going to go with Chris Jericho on this, because I think, you know, for that first one, I think, you want to put it on a guy who has, you know, been in, been wrestling for, you know, basically 30 years. You know, been all around the world and done it all, won every championship. You want that first to be really good. Because you can only have one first AEW Heavyweight Champion. And I think it will look a lot better, you know, just on paper in the record books as being the first champion this all-time great legend Chris Jericho as the, as the first um, who knows Hangman Page could end up being an all-time great too I mean I don't if he ever does sign with WWE which he probably will eventually because I mean he's definitely a guy that WWE wouldn't want to sign I mean, hey man Page, you know, he's 6'3 or so, about 230 pounds or so. But he definitely fits the bill. You know, he's young, good-looking guy. But he definitely fits the bill as far as, on paper, what WWE would like to sign as a guy off the Indies. But I think that's still probably a couple years down the road here. So who knows, maybe Adam Hangman Page... <laughs> can become an all-time great. But right now, in this scenario, crowning the first ever AEW Heavyweight Champion, you want the guy, you want it to be a guy who has that name recognition. You know. So going to Chris Jericho to win and become the first ever AEW Heavyweight Champion. And that closes it out for the AEW all out predictions and that also does it for this week on regular social hostility I want to give a uh, shout out to my podcasting brethren uh, 
uh, shout out to Don Tony and Come Castle Show. They go live on Mixler Mondays. Right after Raw at 11 p.m. Shout out to Wrestling Soup. They go live on Mixler Thursdays at 9.30. Shout out to Thought Monster Sounds Off. His new episodes drop on Sundays. Shout out to Suplex City Limits. Their new episodes go online on Saturdays, normally in the afternoon. Get in the corner. Dog of Baby and Yuck Nasty. They go live on Mixler Wednesdays at about 9.30. Shout out to WNC Super Party. They go live on Mixler on Thursdays right after Wrestling Soup, normally around 11.30 Eastern. Shout out to the Trademark Show with Tyler. Uh, his new episodes when we go up, I think, on the weekends sometime. Shout out to the Inhuman Experience with Bobby Blades and Bobby Anthem. And also shout out to Bobby Anthem's solo show, In Search of My Lost Soul. Recently just put up a new episode uh, earlier this week, so definitely go and check it out. Good shit. Uh, the Transcontinental Project with Luke Birch and Sensible for Sam. They go live on Mixler's Tuesday at 10.15 Eastern, 9.15 Central. And shout out to Dirt Cheap Dudes, uh, Boxman, and Anthony, formerly of THT Podcast. They go live on Mixler Wednesday nights at about 9, 9.30. I actually just got done listening to the uh, latest episodes of Dirt Cheap Dudes just before I recorded this. And shout out to Wrestling OD. Shaheen, also formerly of THT Podcast. Um, his new episodes go up, I think, normally on Friday or Saturdays. But you can also find um, his uh, episodes on the Wrestling Soup Network. So if you find Wrestling Soup, they should be there as well. Um, have a lot of cool guests on there. He's had Jilded Numbers. From Wrestling Soup, uh, like twice. He's had Jim Fishes from Superbox City Limits on there. You know, has a bunch of cool guests on there. Definitely check out Wrestling OD. Um, just wanted to end the final part of this episode. Uh, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, uh, last weekend. I guess it might have actually been a week today, actually, I think. Uh, my dog, Sam, passed away. Um, She's about 12 years old or so. So she, uh, you know, lived a long life. Um, I remember picking her up from the pound. You know, like it was yesterday. Um, you know, she lived... Uh, long life, she was just really, just a really good dog, um, really loyal, um, she, uh, you know, she lived, uh, you know, pretty much average for, you know, her, for, you know, her breed, so, 
wasn't like she died, you know, really young or anything like that. Or, but, you know, she wasn't old either. You know, she was getting up there. She lived about average age for, for her size and her breed. You know, like I said, uh, she'll be missed. She's actually the second dog this year. Um, of mine that passed away, we had another dog um, that passed away, I think, in January, February. Um, and he was about the same age. He was about 11, 12 years old. Um, so now we don't have any dogs here at the house. We do still have a cat. And the cat is only about six years old. So hopefully you got plenty, plenty of years left uh, for her. She's an indoor cat, so hopefully she will, she will be. She's not, you know, one of the cats that goes in and out. Um, so just the fact that she's an indoor cat definitely extends her life a long, a long while. Um, but, uh, you know, just sort of want to dedicate this show here at the very end to her, her memory. She went, you know, said a little, you know, if you're going to take her, just take her, you know, peacefully and not in any pain. And uh, certainly seemed like she went uh, relatively peacefully and without uh, much pain. So, at least there's that. Um, sorry, getting a little choked up here. Just talking about it. Um, yeah, just a really good dog, really loyal, loyal to the very, to the uh, very end. Uh, so that uh, wraps it up for this episode of Regularly Scheduled Hostility. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric Turner Five. Um, I'll be back again, uh, hopefully six days from today. This is Saturday. I'm doing it a day later. Um, had to actually re-record this, but um, should be back the next Friday unless there's some other bullshit that comes up uh, with the, your next episode of regularly scheduled hostility. I'll speak with you uh, again then. And until then, uh, take care, guys. <laughs>